Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, if this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady on the internet? Uh, why is she talking? Why should I listen to her? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I am the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like Making sure you have uh, your articles of incorporation with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, making sure that you have contracts for clients and partners so you are not left holding the bag, uh, helping you with brand strategy protection so people don't steal your business ideas, and um, and uh, hiring and training strategies so that you don't get sued for discrimination, okay? I help you do all of these things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. Excuse me. My apologies, y'all. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm, why I'm yelling so much. Sorry. I've been a licensed attorney for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, okay? So that's why I'm here. Um, so if you're in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for, you know, a little bit of guidance, um, you know, contact your girl. I want to help you out. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook. There you can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, we also have talk to me Tuesdays where you can get a 25 minute session with me for $25. Um, at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Hey, that branding guy, um, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and to the podcast. So if you ever miss a live broadcast, you can catch up at your leisure. Um, and last but not least, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can get your NPL legal dish merch, like these lovely mugs that we have here. Mm-mm. Okay, and we have t-shirts as well. So all that is available at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay, Um, uh, yes. So that's the business side. Now we got to get to, um, you know, the reason why we're here, the whole show, the spiel. What are we doing here, right? NPL Legal Dish, how does it work? Just in case somebody's watching down the road and they're like, I don't know what's happening. So I pull stories from the news, stories that you people send me, stories anywhere I find inspiration, podcasts, something. And I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners. And I bring them here and we talk about the facts and we pull those lessons out and try to apply them to our own businesses, okay? So this is a time for you to get involved. This is a time for you to ask questions and give commentary as long as it's respectful. I will be asking you to put, you know, emojis and stuff in the boxes and give me your opinions on things. So be ready to do that as long as you're not driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands on the wheel. Yeah, but... um. It's just, it's just kind of a sounding board so that we can see 
these business concepts in action, okay? Um, and before we even start on our stories tonight, um, we are starting our new topic for the month, okay? Every top, every month we start a new business formation topic. The last three months we had been focused on intellectual property. We talked about trademarks, copyrights, and patents, but we are taking um, a a hard left and going somewhere else with this. This month we are talking about money management for entrepreneurs, the basics that you need to know, okay? So tonight, the very first thing that I want you to know as a business owner, if you are serious about making your business legitimate, you should not be running it from your personal bank account, okay? If you are not in a position to open up a business bank account for your business, at the very least, open up a separate personal business, uh, a separate personal bank account and run your business, only your business through that account. Okay. So that is my NPL nugget of the night. Um, run your business through a separate bank account. Hi, Alan Spain from, uh, your personal account. All right. Okay. So now that we've gotten past that, it's time to get to our stories, guys. All right. First story of the night. This is a follow-up to last night. If you were if you were here last night, if you were here last night, give me um, a star emoji. If you are not, let me catch you up. Uh, last night we talked about the famous ice cream brand Ben and Jerry's. They um, have filed a trademark or or not filed a trademark infringement suit. They have filed an opposition to a trademark application um, filed by a CBD and hemp company that makes cookies and juice. Um, If you guys know anything about Ben & Jerry's, uh, they have, you know, very unique names for their ice cream flavors. One of the flavor um, at issue here was half-baked. This, uh, the opposite company that Ben & Jerry's was opposing, MJ Munchies, they wanted to name their line of snacks half-baked. And Ben and Jerry's was like, no, because that's the name of our ice cream. But that 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 was last night. If you want the full skinny on that, go watch last night's show. But what I want to bring it back to is that um, during the show, we were talking about Ben and Jerry's and how you know they were a very conscientious company. Ben and Jerry's, they were at the you know they've been very supportive of the Black Lives Matter movement. And I told you guys last night that Ben and Jerry's even um, recently they decided to stop selling their ice cream in the occupied Palestinian territory. If any of you guys follow world politics, particularly those in the Middle East, you know that there is um, a lot of conflict um, between Israel and Palestine over a certain um, a certain piece of land. It's caused you know a lot of war, a lot of destruction. It's really sad. Um, and Ben and Jerry's, they feel like um, if they were to sell their product in that um, region, that they would be supporting the occupation of the Palestinian territory. And they don't feel like that aligns with their values, right? So, um, and, and this is important. This is like, this is why your trademarks are important. Why your business is important. Because when people see your name, they associate it with certain values, Right. We know Ben and Jerry's, they do good ice cream, but we also know that they are really into social justice, right? Because um, they've put their company name on it. So because Ben and Jerry's, they, uh, you know, do business with their conscience and they have stopped 
selling their ice cream in the occupied Palestinian territory, Israel is retaliating against Ben and Jerry's by uh, basically saying that since Ben and Jerry's is not going to sell their ice cream in the occupied Palestinian territory, then Ben and Jerry's no longer has a trademark in Israel and anybody can use that name. Um, as well, they, uh, there are politicians calling to put them on a list of those who oppose Israel. Um, there, there are Jewish communities that are, that are saying that they're going to change Ben and Jerry's kosher rating. So they're facing a lot of backlash. But what I thought was interesting was that Israel is trying to take the power away from the Ben and Jerry's name. And that is why I entitled this uh, episode, If Petty Was a Country. Israel basically said, if you ain't going to sell no ice cream in this neighborhood, we're going to take away your trademark in our country. Um, so I want to know from you guys, what do you think about this? Do you think that this is Israel being a bully or is this just them exercising their, you know, their, their sovereignty as a country, right? Again, Ben and Jerry's is not selling ice cream in a specific area called the Occupied Palestinian Territory because they feel like it does not align with their values. And in retaliation, Israel is saying, well, since you're not going to sell this ice cream here, we're going to let anybody use your name. Okay? Um, but yeah. So that is, uh, and that's, that's really, unf- while, you know, yes, Israel, they are a sovereign, sovereign nation. They can do what they want, but you're basically punishing a business for, you know, um, for doing business with their values, for, for doing business with their conscience. Um, and what does that say to, you know, the rest of the world in terms of your business dealings, right? Um, but yeah, but uh, just, if you, if you, I'm telling you, go check it out. Just Google Israel Ben and Jerry's, and I'm sure the story will pop up, right? But um, I hope that Ben and Jerry's is able to get this resolved because that ice cream is good. Okay, all right. Moving on to our next story of the evening. Apparently, all of y'all are watching the verses, um, but that's okay. You can watch this later. Okay, so the next story of the evening. Um, if you like watching award shows, even if you don't like watching award shows, I know you've probably heard of the four major awards. You have the EGOT, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Oscars, and the Tonys, right? Um, well, the Emmys, the, 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 the organization that distributes the Emmy uh, awards, they are currently suing... Um, a company called Crowdsource the Truth, okay? Crowdsource the Truth um, is a, a company, they produce video content about wild conspiracy theories. So, you know, when you hear, when you have those people on the internet who are talking about, you know, the White House is hiding aliens or, you know, politicians are eating babies and things like that, this is what basically this this website does, right? And, hey, the Spiritual Bay, and as part of, uh, you know, their conspiracy videos, they have something called the Crony Awards, right? Where they basically highlight the person who's being the most crazy, crooked, whatever of that episode. And um, as part of the Crony Awards, they use the image of the Emmy statuette. 
Um, what they didn't realize is that the Emmy statuette that is a copy, um, it is copywritten. Um, the design is copywritten and, um, the, the organization that distributes the Emmys is suing crowdsource the truth for intellectual, um, for, for copyright infringement. Guys, this is why I tell you all the time. It is so important for you to understand the source of your images because you can get yourself in trouble um, by not checking. Now, this is just an online, you know, video thing uh, where, you know, where they're talking about crazy things and they probably just thought it was something fun. They're not making money with it at all. But again, this, uh, this YouTube channel or whatever platform they have, they don't align with the values of the Emmys. Right, and the Emmys does not want anybody using their uh, intellectual property in a way that they do not deem fit. This is the power of copyright. You get to say who can use your stuff and who can't. So the Emmys are suing uh, uh, Crowdsource the Truth for copyright infringement because they used the image of the Emmys for their crony awards. Okay? All right. Um, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some, you know, legal guidance, you need somebody to guide you down the path of entrepreneurship, I want to be that Sherpa for you. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free 15-minute uh, consultation on today, okay? All right, um, let me get a sip of water before we move on to the next story. Okay, so moving on. If you are a chocolate lover, whether you are watching this live or whether you are watching this later, give me the chocolate bar emoji. Hello, Zep Wellness. If you are a chocolate lover, give me a chocolate bar emoji, okay? Uh, in my stories today, I asked you guys um, if you were a fan of Lindt chocolate. Uh, most of you said no. I think only about 30% of you said yes. Um, I like the Lindt, the, the round balls with like, um, with the, with that chocolate sauce inside, um, yeah, those are the ones I like, but, uh, with today's story doesn't have to do with, uh, I think they're called truffles. Anyway, if you have ever had a lint chocolate bunny, a lint chocolate bunny, please give me a bunny emoji, whether you're watching live or whether you're watching later, a lint chocolate bunny. Okay. So if you've ever gone to CVS or wherever they sell lint chocolate, um, you will, f and you find the chocolate bunny, which they sell around Easter. The chocolate bunny comes wrapped in gold foil. Okay. Now Linz, the company, they are based in Germany and they have been trying to, uh, get a trademark for their gold foil Easter bunny. And they have had, um, a hard time. At first they tried to trademark the shape of their bunny the shape uh, of the bunny shape for their chocolate, but they were getting no traction 
in um with the german intellectual property court i know we usually talk about america but i just thought that this was a very interesting story um so the 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 lint company since they couldn't make any headway with the shape they decided that they were going to take a different tactic and they have trademarked the gold the shade of gold for the foil wrapping of their chocolate bunnies okay so they said, look, you won't let us trademark the shape. Well, we're going to trademark the shade of gold. We talked, um, we've talked, we talked about this, uh, you know, during our trademark segment. It is possible for you to trademark a color. Think about T-Mobile pink. Think about the Starbucks green, um, Tiffany blue. What else? Uh, you know, there are tons of, there are tons of companies that we associate with particular colors because those tra- those colors are trademarked, right? So this is exactly what the German chocolate company Lindt has done. They have trademarked the, the shade of gold for the wrapping of their chocolate bunnies. So congrats to them for using, um, you know, uh, intellectual property law so creatively because you know if if the court hadn't accept had been like no we don't want your shape we, we don't like the shape they could have just been like okay well i guess we can't trademark it but they were like look we've got to find a way around this and they found a creative way to protect their intellectual property that reminds me of when we talked about um glossier the makeup company they were trying to trademark um pink bubble wrap zip pouches and the trademark office was like no and they they switched it around and they trademarked a shade of pink for the inside of their packaging okay all right so uh congratulations lit all right uh we're gonna have a short show tonight because apparently all of y'all are watching dipset versus the locks you got tims on you got your uh you know your eight ball jackets your fitteds and whatever okay anyway uh Last story of the evening. Um, in my stories, I posted a picture of a cute, adorable little girl. And I asked you guys, hello, she's a do- dojette. And I asked you guys, what was the name? What was her name? She is um, a rising skateboarding star. I don't know if anybody who watches the show is a skateboarding fan. Um, but there is a young lady out of Brazil. Her name is Raisa Leal. She... Um, she is a, a skateboarding phenomenon, uh, and she has earned the nickname. I'm coming. I'm coming. Um, she's a dojette after the show. Um, and she is, and this skateboarding star out of Brazil, she is known as Fadina. Fadina in, in Portuguese means little fairy, right? So, uh, Fadina, a racer, we'll call her racer. Okay. You know, she's going around the world doing her skateboarding thing. Um, being amazing, an amazing little girl. Um, and apparently in Brazil, there was an attorney who was very concerned about, um, Raisa's nickname, Fadina, being used for, you know, or misappropriated by people. So there, uh, this attorney, Flavia Panito, she took it upon herself to trademark this little girl's nickname. Now, Flavia Panito, she has no relation to Raisa Leal. She doesn't know her. They've never met. They have no relation to each other. She says, well, the attorney says, I just did it because I really want to protect her name. 
And she's even gone so far as to have a written declaration saying that she's going to turn over the rights of the name to Raisa Leal. Um, while I think it's weird that a stranger would trademark a name for a little girl, this is actually a smart move if she's really interested in this child's well-being. Because if you can trademark your stuff early, you can capitalize it on it early. She's a little girl. She's not thinking about intellectual property. She's out there having a good time doing what she loves. And who knows if her parents are even well-versed in intellectual property, right? So if this lawyer is as, you know, um, altruistic and benevolent as she says she is, she's really done this little girl a favor by protecting her name, all right? So let's hope that she keeps to her promise and um, hands over the rights to the name. Guys, I think I'm, I'm getting a cold. I feel congested. Anyway, um, yes, but uh, that those were the stories that I had for you tonight, guys. Apparently, y'all are all watching the verses. That's cool. I'm gonna be watching the verses too. You know they don't start on time. Uh, but I wanna thank you guys who hung out with me tonight. Uh, make sure that you join me here tomorrow for more stories. We will have, uh, you know, another set of stories and more tips on money management for entrepreneurs. Uh, make sure that you are booking your one-on-one -on -one appointments. Link tree forward slash MPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and all over my page on Facebook. Make sure that you are also going there, that you're subscribing to the YouTube channel and the podcast so that you can catch up on these episodes when you have time. You know, if you miss a live broadcast, you can catch up at your leisure, okay? So um, this is where I'm going to leave you tonight. Uh, take care of yourselves, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.